0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Hire My VA team and business building podcast brought to you by Ugosia.com and victory in this podcast. And at Hire My VA, we help you to reclaim your freedom through hiring and thriving with virtual assistants without breaking the bank, though that means your bank. And I'm Dave Braun, and I'm here with my partner, fantastic business mentor and coach. But... Most importantly, my good friend, Larry Broughton, and I would say the Larry Broughton. Oh, hello, handsome Dave. <laughs> hey, man, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing well, doing it's well. good to see you. I miss you.
1: Yeah. Since you saw each other last?
0: Yeah, it's been a couple of days. Uh, had a good uh, morning. Uh, took my mom to breakfast and everything was
1: fun. love that and... you do that every
0: week. Yeah, it's good. Cheryl came and joined us with my grandson. Man, that was a lot of fun.
1: That's cool. work, <laughs> but oh, a so lot work. Work. Yeah, work. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you volunteered for this grandparenting stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, we did, but um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Wouldn't trade it for anything, man.
1: Exactly, yeah. All okay. right,
0: well, what are we talking about today? Well, we've got a really good question. Okay. Um, and I think this is going to help everybody. What are your top customer service tips? Oh gosh,
1: that's so funny. <laughs> um, well, I was a little taken aback. It was like, Top ones. Well, there's tons, right? Tons, 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 tons. Yeah. Um. So let's see what we can get come up with. You know how my brain works, Dave. All right. So we're gonna give these customer service tips. But what happens when we fall short? <laughs> oh, that's
0: another right. episode. We, <laughs> well, we,
1: we should probably talk about what happens when someone does when we do. Okay, we can throw that onto this. Yeah. I don't. Th- I don't think it would take much time uh, to do. that. Yeah. But you know, the yeah. first yeah. thing I would say is this: if you're dealing with anyone, if you're making a transaction of any sort, whether it's an individual consumer or client or a business, there should be some system in your organization to deal with them that to help them during the transaction process, right? right? If it's an online business, you know, you see, you go to a website, and there's a help window that pops up, right? right? It might be some kind of ticketing system via email or text. It might be a, a help portal or a number that they can call some kind of chat box. Like Melissa, who you know, who's my our office manager and my uh, executive assistant, she loves using those chat boxes because she feels like it's a lot faster. Um, in one of the businesses that, that we've had, it's a hotel company. And so what do we do? We make sure that when the guest arrives and, you know, they go through the checkout or check in process with our guest service host, we let them know. Hey, I'm here. If you need anything during your stay, we want to deal with right. it. If you got a challenge during your stay, let us help deal with it while you're here. Once they're in the guest room, we, some of our hotels, we call them within about ten minutes. Hey, just checking in. Is everything working in your room? Before and I won't bother you anymore tonight, right? right? So you can handle it in the moment. The worst thing you can do is have a problem, and then the guest, the client, the customer goes out and blabs it to the world because you haven't asked for feedback. So I think number one is have a system to support and help your clients, whether it's a consumer or it's a business right out of the gate. If you you know how you're going to do this, but like, let's say that you're in launch mode right now, you're in startup mode, Mm -hmm. start asking yourself once I do start getting clients, customers, how am I going to, how am I going to help them through the process?
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Right? So I'd start there. Number one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Got to start there. Yeah. And, you know, and then the next thing is, well, if you have a system like that set in the place, if you don't have people to look
1: at it or you don't look at it, well, what good has it? You got to look at it. <laughs> so you better have a system that says, I need to be checking this at least a couple times a day. For sure. Right? For so sure. we've got at the hotels, we have a a texting system at some mm-hmm. of the hotels, right? So the guest is given a QR code um, that they can click and if they have a, I, you know, extra pillows in my room, or the sink's not working, or whatever, yeah. it get blasted out to the department head and the MOD that day, right? And so there's a tracking system to see who saw it, who's following up on it immediately,
0: right? Exactly, right? exactly.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um, go go ahead. ahead. No, I was just gonna say that I'm just thinking about as we go through the process here. I'm trying to think about your business. where you have like your uh, website development? business, which I love how much that's blowing up and doing great things right now, blowing up in a good way, Um, (laughs) (laughs) I should say, where you have a ticketing system, right? There ought to be, if you're not dealing with this face-to-face, like in the hotel industry where there's somebody right there, there ought to be some kind of autoresponder that says, hey, got your message. We're going to be following up on it immediately. You can expect a feedback from us or, or a reply within X number of hours. Right. The worst thing you can do is leave a complainant hanging. I sent an email and then they don't even hear from you. Exactly. What happens? The temperature just keeps going up, right?
0: It's Larry. um, What would you say, really, when it comes down to it? Customer service is, you know, it's 99% communication.
1: Well, it is. But it's also, I think, the other part of it is anticipating their needs. We should have probably addressed this right out of the the gate. So what's one of our customer service tips? Anticipate your client's needs. Right. Service them before they ask for it. Right. Example I used to use years ago uh, when there used to be phone books um, in in the hotel industry was oftentimes what we would get is a guest would walk into the, up to the guest reception is what we call it. not front desk because words have meaning, right? (laughs) they would walk up to guest reception and say, um, Hey, do you have a phone book I can use? Mm -hmm. Right. So what, what's most people's response to that? Reach down and hand them a phone book, right? What's a better way to deal with that. Is there a number I can look up for you? Yeah. How about something as simple as that? Yeah. Right. Is there a problem I can help you with, you know, Mm -hmm. is there a way I can serve you? Right. Anticipate their needs. I think it's a good way. That's probably one of the best rules of thumb right there. If we had to say what's the one thing in order to um, the best customer service tip, ant- anticipate your clients' needs and exceed their expectations yeah. and serve them with a smile. That's probably the pull down of three things.
0: Yeah, those those are really good. And you know, the the ticketing system that you know I have in our web business is uh, basically you send an email to help at ProWebsiteCreators.com. And then it goes into our ticketing system. And then we get alerted um, through a common email as well. It mm-hmm. goes in our, tick- our ticketing system and p- different people get alerted. And then, um, you know, we're supposed to check it a couple of times a day. And then our, you know, our next rule, I think that's really important is that we look at it. and If it's something that you can respond to and resolve right away, then, you know, okay, take a few minutes or whatever and do it Mm -hmm. and then let them know that you've, you've resolved it. Don't close it, but tell them that you've resolved it because the person is that opens the ticket. They're really the one that needs to close it because they are the ones who must be satisfied. Not you that you've completed it. They need to um, do that. But um, if, so if you can resolve it, we resolve it quickly and then say, Hey, it's resolved or, you know, whatever. Um, but sometimes the help requests are more complicated. And then, so it's like, we would respond and say, you know, this might be taking us a little bit of research, a couple of days, we're going to look into it. So rest assured. So that way that they know that, okay, they are not going to get this resolved immediately.
1: Well, that's a really good point. I'm glad you said that. What I think is really important for us as business owners is to do is put yourself into the, the complainant's shoes, yes. your client's shoes. Okay. So what do I mean by that? All right. So they make a complaint in, about whatever product service delivery, whatever it is, and you do your job and you are hustling behind the scenes and you're talking to your team members and you're talking to vendors and you're pulling the levers and the levers and doing all the things that you to do to fix it. But if, The complainant doesn't hear from you and they don't know that you're doing all this stuff behind the scenes. They think that their complaint has just fallen on deaf ears. Yeah. And so you tell them, Hey, here's what I'm doing. Right now. um, I hear what you're saying. I'm really listening and you're empathizing with them and you're really going through, you know, all the great ways to deal with a with a complaint and you let them know, Hey, this is going to take a couple of minutes and I'm going to, or a couple of days or whatever it is. So because you may not hear from me for a couple of days doesn't mean I'm not working on this and I'm going to get back to you and give you a status update by this date. And then by George, you need to follow up date and let them know. And again, it doesn't need to be resolved, but you just need to check in with them. And if you say that you're going to respond by email, call them. Exactly. Yeah. If you say you're going to respond, go the next step. You know, I dealt with a, um, uh, a complaint in one of my businesses the other day and it got to me and that they even got a call from me as the ceo they're like holy smokes we've never had the ceo of a business call us mm. before to deal with this yeah you know and so i could then have a really good conversation with them okay well tell me more about this so be courageous make that call that's what we keep saying be courageous oh yeah All right yeah so, that's yeah just stay in touch with them. Communicate. I think that's yeah. the that that that's the rule for these last couple of podcasts. Communicate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also, I would make sure, Dave, that more than one person on the team is looking at this. And again, I am not perfect. We make mistakes all the time. But there was a situation that we were dealing with just today, where we were on our stand-up call, and I said, "Okay, uh, Anne and or I'm sorry, yeah, J- Justin and Melissa, will you guys both." deal with this tag team this for me mm-hmm. you know because invariably somebody gets distracted somebody gets sick you know but say yeah. both you are in charges make sure that you're both bird dogging this process
0: yeah we have we have three of us that look at our help ticket systems mm-hmm. um you know pretty much every day so and we just what we're doing Larry is we're ingraining it into us that we check it a couple times a day. So in the case of somebody like one of my team members is out on holiday for a couple of days so that the, the other, like me and Brian look at it and then we're, we're good. Or if yeah. I'm out on vacation, like I was for a couple of weeks, then they're yeah. the ones that look at it. Yeah. So if we ingrain it into the, to our system that we're all looking at it, then we'll have, um, have it covered pretty well.
1: Right. And depending on the size of your business <laughs> or the type of your business, you may have to staff this department 24 seven. Yeah, around the clock. And it's just a call that you're going to have to make yourself, depending on how big you get, uh, what you're actually doing. Um, there are plenty of offshore uh, customer service departments that you can hire. I'd be very cautious <laughs> about doing that though, right? Make sure that you vet them, make sure that you do test calls, checking on them, right? Um, and sadly, there are a lot of people, as soon as they hear an Indian accent or a Filipino accent or an African accent, they feel like they're being dismissed, mm-hmm. right? We used to have that in, in our company when we had a, a bunch of hotels and right away, because we could hear the recordings, you know, of the calls. Um, so just be very cautious. That doesn't mean don't use them, right? But just be cautious. In, in some businesses, that's totally appropriate, Right. But there are a lot of call centers and customer service centers that are based here uh, in middle America, where people have zero like middle America, supposedly don't have have accents um, (laughs) that that are really good, too. You'll just have no matter where you hire a a customer service department, do test calls, listen to the recordings.
0: Yeah. Okay. got it.
1: Yeah. Make sure there's 20. So as I said, some of these are going to be 24 seven. Yeah. And, you know,
0: and I think also one of the things that's important is, and you've talked about it a lot, we talked about it in a previous podcast Makes or sense. two about serving um, your clients. So, you know what your client satisfaction is. Sure. Use your help ticket system to, um, you know, to do that, to survey them. What we have in ours is after we close it, uh, an email automatically goes out and says, hey, would you rate us how we did and give us feedback? Sure. Now, some do and some don't, but uh, that's okay. And a lot of other ones you see in the emails at the bottom, they'll say, you know, click here on the the smiley face, click here on the sad face or, you know, or whatever, right? So that's, a. I think that's an important thing to do because that's a great opportunity for you to really understand from your client's
1: perspective, how well you are doing or not. Well, it feels like we may have done a podcast on this before. Did we not, Dave, or maybe just for one of the masterminds or maybe one of the consulting gigs that we did? where we talked about surveys and said, Hey, if you had to whittle this down to one question, what's that one question you would ask on a survey and what studies have shown is that one question is, would you refer us to a friend? If someone says that they're willing to refer you, that means that they trust you, that they've had a good experience with you. Right. I mean, ask yourself, would you refer a crappy vendor to a friend of yours? Probably not. Right, But as you're saying, Dave, about these surveys, I think that the next step is that, you can't just look at the survey results, Dave. What you ought to be doing is like, try to identify trends from those survey results, both good and bad, but especially the bad. The good ones, clearly you want to, whether it's certain team members that are being rock stars, certain departments that are being rock stars, you wanna encourage them to keep doing it and identify what are the best practices that they're doing so that you can take that across your entire organization. And if there's bad ones, you want to troubleshoot. Okay. We continue to have complaints or fall short in this area. What can we do to to tweak that now? You can also reach out to some of these good surveys and get testimonials, which is this third hand credibility, right? And post those all over the place on your website, on, you know, social media, if you get their approval to do so. So, I mean, that's a pretty healthy list (laughs) of, of customer service stuff, but it reminds me, Dave, you know, we were doing a, um, I forget what it was the Q and a call that we did earlier in the week or the um, our in-depth virtual spotlight session. But we talked about a memo that I'd sent out mm-hmm. to our uh, organization several years ago about how to resolve some mm-hmm. steps on how to resolve um, complaints. Maybe, maybe we can just run through that quickly.
0: Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know if you had seven or eight or nine or whatever those steps were. And I remember writing them down. I'm like, I'm going to use these in some of the training in my organization. Do you remember what they were then? Well, I wrote them down, so I don't remember, but I I have them. Oh, Dave,
1: it's not into (laughs) memory already?
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, John. Um, Yeah, my memory's going bad.
1: (laughs) That was a joke for everybody who's listening. It's Larry. It, it was? <laughs> What's a joke? No. Yeah, yeah. All know. right. Well, I mean,
0: there was your memo, dude, that you shared with everybody. Well, I what think-
1: I said in, in this, first of all, is if you got a guest complaint or a customer complaint or a client complaint, um, and this is not just for you as a business owner, but this is for anybody that's on your team. Yeah. Is the first thing you have to do is just listen. Most people don't listen. As soon as somebody starts to complain, we shut down. Mm. Right, you just gotta listen, you know, uh to what they have to have to what they have to share with you um and apologize if nothing else like don't get defensive, apologize that you're missing that, that you're falling short of their expectations. That's the minimum you you can do. you know, I'm sorry that we're late on the on this delivery. I know you're expecting it early, right yeah. so I, I would ap- apologize, show empathy. Mm -hmm. You know, don't just brush them off. You know, don't um, be dismissive. That complaint I was talking about earlier, that's what it was about. They felt like the manager that they had complained to was dismissive. Isn't that the worst thing you want? You know, you're sharing somebody, I'm really dissatisfied and they're just, whatever. It really wasn't that big big of a deal, right? Um, The next thing is to to the best of your ability, remain calm. You know, Don't match their tone, their heightened tone. You know, because that's our tendency, right? If somebody comes into you and they're up here, you want to go up there, right? But the best thing you can do is to bring it down. Now, they may see what you're doing, but just, you know, keep your cool on this. When you can, and don't, don't like overdo it, okay? Don't overdo it where it sounds programmed, but use their name. You know, Dave, I understand, or Mr. Braun, I understand that this is, you know, that we've fallen really short on this, all right? But use their name a couple of times um, during it now, if you can if you get the opportunity, try to build trust with them well how do you how do you build trust with somebody when they're up here with their 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 heightened uh, emotions? Well, you build trust by doing some of the stuff I listed earlier, exactly listening that. to them, using their name, <clears throat> saying back to them what their complaint is, right, trying to get a small agreement or victory during the process. If at least, at least you can agree on something, right? That that's building a level of trust. Yeah. Another way, follow through with what you what you're said you're, you're going to do. Um this is one that you need to remember, oh, by the way, these aren't like in specific order, right? Some of these you're going to have to apply, you know, throughout like this next one. Don't take it personally. They don't know you. They don't know where you live. They don't know your backstory. They don't know your children. They don't know your character. Right? Right. Don't take it personally. You're representing the product or the service Mm -hmm. right now. And if they've got a complaint, clearly they've fallen short of, you have fallen short of their expectations. And what we're talking about, Dave, right now are legitimate complaints. I I see all the stories that there are people who are, and I can hear people complaining now, oh, some people are complaining just for the sake of. (laughs) Yeah. They, they want to get a discount or whatever. Great. Sorry about their life. Yeah. You know, you gotta remember the word of mouth is very powerful right now. It only takes one click for them to go to a review site, whether it's true or not, and to mm-hmm. start damaging your rep- reputation. Right. Is it worth that meal? Is it worth that hundred dollar, um, Oh, exactly. Receipt to have negativity out there in the world.
0: And, and you never you. know if that if that one person, if you can turn them around and really satisfy them, they could be a great advocate. And if you don't do that, you could be losing a bunch of business.
1: Well, you've heard me talk about it over and over again, where we've got some people in our organization who they thrive on this. They love to get disgruntled guys because they know they're so good at turning them around. We <laughs> used to say, now it's kind of a charge saying, we turned customer terrorists into customer cheerleaders. Oh, that's right? a good one. Um, yeah, well, terrorists was a pretty charged word there for 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 a while our customer service terrorists and the customer service cheerleaders i think it was right um the next thing though and i think this is where it takes some practice and some real discipline is to do whatever you can to stay positive Mm -hmm. in this and to use positive languaging right well larry what the hell do you mean by using positive languaging what's that
0: yeah, it's like, well, how do you use positive language when the, the, the problem like,
1: is there? Dave, Dave, yes, absolutely, Mr. Braun. Yeah. Of course, Mr. Braun, definitely. Yeah. That, that's positive languaging. Okay, you're hearing them. Avoid stuff like, well, let me be clear, Mr. Braun, or <laughs> for your information. Well, actually, it didn't really, you know, or, you know, that kind of thing. That's not exactly right. Because remember, when people's temperature goes up, they may not be exactly 100% right. This is not the time to be splitting hairs or getting into semantics.
0: Yeah, it's like, well, or that's not how you say it.
1: Correcting their grammar is not the
0: time. So, Mr. Client, did you go through and watch the help videos that we did for you? (laughs)
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. that's Um, That's not the time to do this
0: there. I've been so guilty of so many of these.
1: <laughs> and like, <laughs> and again, these are the ideal. Right. And I don't yeah. get it right. hundred percent of the time either. Yeah. this, What's that? Oh, that's an important
0: point is don't beat yourself up because you know, you, some of these things have happened to you or your team. It's like just learn and, and get better and better. It's like anything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we're okay, getting towards know. the finish line folks here this this next thing is just resolve the issue just resolve the issue okay (laughs) you don't have to be right this is you know but resolve the issue for for the for the the client okay and make them feel good uh on the other end of this and finally and this may be the most important element dave is to share what you learned from this process with your entire team yeah yeah start looking the, the trends that we were talking about earlier, start spotting the trends here, right? Um, I'd mentioned earlier that I was on a call, I, I don't know if I mentioned it on the, the podcast or on a call that you and I had had, that I was on a, a call earlier today with um, a hotel council and there was a, a small hotel chain here in California. Did I talk about this live or were we talking offline? I think you did talk about it live, yeah. Okay. All right, So this hotel chain, I think they said 70% of their customers or clients or guests, whatever it is they call them, complain because they get to the room and then they call the front desk asking for the, the Wi-Fi password. And oh, they yeah. want to figure out, how do what should we do to fix this? You know we keep getting these guest complaints, these stupid guests. do we need to take our, you know, do we need to start uh, getting you know higher quality guests in our hotels? And I was like, wait a second. of your guests complain about the same thing. Maybe it's a systems and communication problem and not a guest problem. Yeah. You got to be honest with yourself about this, but share what you're learning with your entire team about this and then try to fix the problem. Yeah.
0: Oh, those are awesome. You know, um, I was talking to um, our team about it in the Philippines because a couple of them had have done like the and we talked earlier about the customer service and you know manning the phones and that kind of mm. a thing, and they get some pretty good training and they they came up with a they had an acronym that they used okay um, when talking with somebody it was AER and I'm going to change that a little AER. bit I think um, so AER was acknowledge the person and their problem yep. and all love- of this is in those tips that you had. Um, acknowledge the person in their problem, empathize with them and then reassurement will be taken care of. Yeah. I think sure. that's, that's good for the first line. And mm-hmm. when I said all of the stuff that you talked about is in there, it's not really true. Um, so I lied. Sorry about that. I was more <gasps> incorrect. <laughs> I was incorrect. But when we were talking about this AER, I was like, I've been on so many help, um, you know, conversations with folks. Well, they reassure, them. they reassure me, but it's like, well, that's nice. I feel better, but that's not, that's not actually resolving it. Right. So I liked, uh, you know, we're dog lovers. I liked, um, ARF for us. What we'll do (laughs) ARF.
1: ARF.
0: ARF. So acknowledge with empathy, um, reassure them it will get resolved in a timely matter manner. And then F is follow up until resolved. Wow. Okay. So, if um, I like um, all the t- tips that you had, Larry, but if you guys can't remember those, um, if just you just
1: do the, those three do our, things, think you're our. You're, you're, you're a much further ahead than most people, for sure. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. All right.
1: That was a lot of stuff in one podcast.
0: Yeah. And you know what, um, folks, one of the things we encourage you guys to do is you got to be training your team yes. on customer or client service. Use this video, take it, grab it, and use
1: this um, as part of your training. And shameless plug, Dave uh-huh. and I do this. If you'd like yeah. us to come into your organization uh, and do an analysis, do a consulting, do a training, let us know. We'd be glad to do it. Obviously, we this is what we do for a living, so there would be a charge for it. But if you say to us, hey, I saw your podcast on this, we, we would consider you part of our tribe and you would get our tribe rates versus someone who just hires us off the the street, but this is what we do, okay? Deal with customer, uh, help uh, people with uh, customer service issues, with process issues, with team building issues, with leadership challenges that they're facing with strategic planning. We're here to help and serve you because we believe that entrepreneurs and small businesses are the backbone of this country, and it is not the government who's going to save your bacon, all right? (laughs) This is the entrepreneurs. The taxer right? bacon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but we'd love to work with you. So let us know. And also, if you've got ideas um, for any anybody who's listening or watching on cust- customer service tips, uh, dealing with disgruntled uh, guests, clients, customers, whatever it is that you call them, we'd love to hear about that as well. Like, I love these little things like ARF. I love stuff like that. So I'd love to hear what, uh, what ideas you folks have. Let us know in the comments section.
0: Oh, yeah. And and by the way, when it's, you know, we're dog lovers, ARF is good, but just make sure you don't bark at your customers, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or barf. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, either way. (laughs) All (laughs) right, right, folks, thanks for joining us today and laughing
1: with us. I know what we can do about barf. Be humble. Ooh, and then what's the next
0: one? <laughs> Acknowledge
1: was, with empathy. Yeah. Oh, I
0: like that. Okay. So we're gonna change that. To right oh,
1: barf. I can I can I can see the infograph now, Dave.
0: So what was it? It was say be what? I said be humble,
1: but we can come up with something else.
0: <laughs> no, no, that's good. Be humble.
1: <laughs> All right. Or be compassionate uh, or something. Yeah. All right. Sorry, this is how sausage gets made here at uh <laughs> <laughs> in our
0: organization. No, yeah, well, it's not necessarily sausage, but hey, we're looking to improve, make that's things right. better over and over and over, right? That's what yeah, this for is about. sure. For sure. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you folks for being with us today and uh laughing with us and helping yeah. us. And if you guys have a better acronym for this instead of <laughs> R for BARF, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> uh use your team, and, and that's what we've been using is our team to come up with this stuff. Oh. Uh, so um, so if you have a team, have them come in and make a comment to us. Uh, yeah. But building a team is the the way to reclaim your freedom. And we're to help you with our course community and our white glove service that we have where we find a rock star VA for you. Yes. So three things we'd love for you to do right now. And we'd really appreciate it. Number one, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already done so either on your iPhone or your Android phone, um, and then on YouTube and hit the subscribe button and there's a little bell next to it so that you can get some reminders. And then number three is uh, um, give us a number two, uh, give us a rating, preferably five star. We love five star ratings. Um, and then number three is go to hiremyva.com for more information on our course community and our white glove service.
1: That's
0: right. So remember folks, even without experience, if you're just starting out or if you have experience, uh, you'll learn how to better prepare for hire and thrive with virtual assistance. Um, you know, our white glove service, it keeps expanding. Yeah. Uh, we just signed another couple of clients up. They're ecstatic. And it's, it's a blast to help people get freedom, Larry. So if you want to get freedom, go to hiremyva.com for some more information.
1: Yep. Hey folks, do yourself a favor, do the world a favor, go do something significant today. God bless you. God keep you. And my favorite one, God hold you. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye guys. Bye. All right. Bye everybody. Catch you on the flip side.